Welcome, foolish listeners, to the Post Park Broadcast. I am your host, your show host. Please kindly make yourself comfortable for today's episode. There's no turning back now. Of course, there's always my way. Teehee! <laughs> anyway, imagine if that's how he ended, right? You get this menacing just monologue, and then you just get hit with a little tee. Uh, welcome back, everyone. As I mentioned to the postpark broadcast, uh, I hope wherever you're at, you are happy, healthy, and safe listening to this. Whatever time of day, good morning, good night, uh, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, today's episode, we do have uh, uh, some decent, some pretty good news. I think some some good things to talk about. We're going to be talking a little bit of entertainment news, some directorial announcements i think of people we're going to be talking about disney plus shows and even we're going to get into halloween halloween in uh what is it march that's insane unheard of but it's going to be a very good conversation i hope i love speculating so that's what we're going to do hopefully this today's episode is not an hour long apologies for the last week's episode i sometimes feel a lot of pressure when it goes on for like an hour especially because it's just me having to you know be entertaining but yeah, hopefully today's episode is very interesting, very fun. I hope you stay tuned. We've got some cool stuff to talk about, as I mentioned. And I guess without, you know, prolonging the inevitable, I think we should just kind of get into the news. How about that, huh? Well, as I mentioned at the, you know, at the opening, good for you. I hope you're doing happy and healthy, not me, if you even cared to ask. Ladies and gentlemen, that's right. Olivia Rodrigo's Driving Home to You, a sour film, is coming to Disney Plus on March 25th. This is going to be, to my understanding, a documentary movie of sorts. You know, it's going to show you a little bit behind the scenes of her recording the album and kind of her thought process behind the songs and what she was feeling, what she was going through as she was writing them and stuff like that. Kind of a deeper look of the making of the sour album. So that'll be very interesting. I, I do enjoy. To me, it's kind of it feels like a behind the scenes of a movie. I really love watching the like featurettes behind the scenes stuff for movies. And I did enjoy, you know, a lot of the songs on this album of hers on Sour. So I, I'm interested. I'll, I'll be checking it out. Uh, it, you know, it, it's always good to it's fun to see what artists go through, especially creatively. And I personally see not see myself as a creative person, but I, I think I'm a creative person. So seeing people kind of get stuck or in a rut or find ways to overcome obstacles create creatively, that's always very fun to watch just because it's like, I know that happens to me sometimes. And I don't know, I'm making this about me. Oh, I'm embarrassed. But anyway, yeah, Driving Home to You, a sour film coming to Disney Plus on March 25th. That is uh, how we're starting the show, ladies and gentlemen. What else is coming to Disney Plus, you might ask? Well, you know, we've got a lot of Marvel stuff coming soon. So Moon Knight is going to be the next Marvel series coming to Disney Plus. And of course, this is going to see Oscar Isaac taking on the role of Mark Spector, who uh, has multiple personalities. I believe it's DID. I don't want to mistakenly say that. And a quick search will prove that, yes, I am right. Uh, I'm very excited for Moon Knight. Moon Knight is up there with one of those characters that I never thought I would see on screen. And the first one being Mysterio. So the fact that we got Mysterio and not only 
Mysterio, but played by Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, come on. And so now Moon Knight is coming out. Oscar Isaac, you know, this is going to be very exciting. So apparently they've sent out the first four episodes, um, some screeners to press and media. And people like the reviews that are coming in are absolutely raving. Like people are saying this is nothing like we've ever seen before, which is something everyone says every time. But I feel like this one might be true. So we have like quotes saying it's a psychological thriller with a touch of Indiana Jones. It kept me on the edge of my seat the whole time. And Oscar Isaac delivers a mesmerizing performance. This is from Thomas at Thomas Store on Twitter. We have another another review here from Sab Astley at Sab underscore Astley. Moon Knight is a brilliantly bonkers, dark globe trotting adventure. This is Marvel's trippy national treasure. Oscar Isaac is the best addition to the MCU since Robert Downey Jr. Entwining torment and humor into a morally ambiguous cipher, Mark Spector is a whole new caliber of hero. These are some very strong words, and they just make me so excited for this series. I I absolutely cannot wait. Oscar Isaac, I love Oscar Isaac, so I'm very happy he's he's a part of this. Um, so a producer, I believe, also recently came out and said that Moon Knight is not currently attached to the MCU. But I believe what they meant was that pretty much don't expect anyone from the MCU or like them to reference Thanos or the, the snap, you know, just don't expect very hard references to the MCU. He is a part of the MCU. I believe he's going to be showing up. <clears throat> this is a rumor. <clears throat> Apologies. This is a rumor. I believe he is going to be showing up in the Blade movie. That's not confirmed. That's just kind of a, a rumor that I've been hearing. So that'll be fun. I, I cannot wait. And and the fact that it'll be focused on kind of, like like they said, a psychological thriller, that's always so exciting for me i love psychological thrillers i cannot wait to see what kind of like character study they do with this show um it's i'm very hyped i'm very excited to watch moon knight and the suit just looks awesome i mean come on it just uh, so much of this is is starting to really get me excited but with moon knight coming out very shortly here we have a trailer from the Miss Marvel series that will be dropping June 8th. Now, a lot of people are kind of already dumping on Miss Marvel, and I don't see why. I understand that they've changed her her the way she gets her powers and her power set in general. She normally has like these stretchy limbs. She can make her fists bigger, like just massive and stretch her legs and all these things it's she has her little embiggen where she kind of grows to be this giant kamala khan and it's it's interesting so i i can see you know they're changing her power set as well in the comics i believe she gets them through terrigen mist which kind of unlocks this inhuman gene that people have they kind of play with this storyline in the agents of shield show which is now on disney plus actually i highly recommend checking that out if you just want something you know more marvel content that to hold you over background noise i don't know i wouldn't say it's background noise show it is a very good show i liked it they kind of touch on this now i believe that they are not making her an inhuman because inhumans don't currently don't exist you had the inhumans show that aired on abc which apparently was god awful i never watched it because of how bad the reviews were but 
to me, I don't, I don't know. I know Kamala Khan's story more through the Avengers game by Square Enix that came out, but I don't really necessarily have a problem with how they've changed the thing. She has these bracelets that kind of give her these cosmic powers, and it's believed that they're changing them her power set more to be cosmic because she will be, of course, in the Marvel's movie, which will feature Monica Rambo and Captain Marvel. Of course, Kamala Khan is like she loves Captain Marvel. That's her favorite superhero. People do point out something, though, about it is that Captain Marvel's only been on Earth like maybe twice. Just so it's kind of interesting to see that she's a big fan of her after. I don't know. I feel like not too many people would know who she is at this point, like Captain Marvel. But that's just a minor thing, at least to me it is. But I don't know. To me, this looks wonderful. People are already ragging on it. And what I have to say to that is like, I have no reason to question Kevin Feige. I have no reason to doubt him. I have no reason to doubt anything that comes to the MCU at this point. They have kind of proven themselves you know to have a very solid track record regardless of what people say when it comes to their characters they have a very solid track record of doing them justice so i'm not too worried about miss marvel i'm very excited to see this it feels kind of like a coming of age superhero type show i believe i wouldn't be surprised if captain marvel does show up or at least monica rambeau shows up maybe towards the end of this the season but the trailer's fun. They've got the weekend song that comes out, the blinded by the lights. And to me, it just looks it, it looks very cute, very fun. I love this line that she says here. She says, uh, you know, maybe they're right. I I do just live in fantasy land. You know, it's not really the brown girls from Jersey City who save the world. And that I feel like that's a really, really powerful line right there, because it's like, why can't she save the world? You know, I don't know. It's just I, I'm personally excited. I, I cannot wait to see what they do with the power changes and and who shows up in this. Uh, I'm ready to learn more about Kamala Khan. So, yeah, looking forward to that. That is going to be coming out June 8th on Disney+. Plus. However, June 8th, June 8th, Kenobi, the new Star Wars show, will be debuting on May 25th. So... This will be the first time that a Star Wars and Marvel show are kind of overlapping. Obi-Wan Kenobi will be on its third episode when Miss Marvel starts. And I was like, okay, well, the overlap, you know, I feel like people don't give enough credit that people who like Star Wars also like Marvel and stuff like that. I feel like some people feel it's either your Star Wars or you're a Marvel fan, you know, so I didn't have a problem with the shows overlapping. I am going to watch both, honestly. But what's weird is that they both come out on Wednesday at the same time. Now, again, Kenobi will be on its third episode, so it'll be halfway done because it has a six episode season. So, you know, there'll only be three weeks of overlap, but I, I don't know. I feel like It'll be fine. It's weird that they're still on the same day. I don't know if they feel like it wouldn't one of those shows wouldn't do as good on a different day because I they changed it, I believe. Right. Wasn't it for Loki that they changed it to Wednesdays? I can't remember which show it was, but I know that they made the change or maybe it was the Mandalorian. I don't know, but they changed it to Wednesdays because they felt it was a big like people were going to watch it more. I don't know. So it's going to be interesting that they're going to be overlapping 
I hope that people watch both. You know, I hope Miss Marvel gets the recognition that I'm sure she deserves and the viewership that I'm sure she deserves. So, well, you know, time will tell once uh, once we get to May 25th and June 8th. So, yeah. And even more Marvel news. Oh, man, Marvel. Ugh. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it has been announced that Sean Levy is going to be directing Deadpool 3. Now, this is exciting for a couple of reasons. One, because it's just further confirmation that Deadpool is still happening, Deadpool 3. Ryan Reynolds, of course, returning. Sean Levy has directed Free Guy and more recently The Atom Project. Of course, both of them having Ryan Reynolds as the lead. So it's always very good to see a director and an actor kind of that work incredibly well together so that can only mean really good things for deadpool 3 in in my opinion i believe that the original writers for deadpool 1 and 2 are also going to be returning now free guy i've seen free guy haven't seen the adam project but i've heard it's very good to my understanding both are very action oriented but also it mixes in humor very well and and emotion especially in the adam project which i believe I've seen a lot of people say that Ryan Reynolds kind of is acting. A lot of people feel like he acts or he's just himself in all of his movies, but apparently the Adam project, he kind of turns, turns it up a notch. I'll have to watch that. I've heard it's very sad or emotional. I don't know if I want to cry, but (laughs) yeah. So Sean Levy is set to direct Deadpool three. Now, of course, I don't know X amount of years ago at this point, I believe it was Kevin Feige that came out and said, yes, we will keep, Deadpool rated R. It has been a very good while since we have, you know, had any second confirmation on that. And considering that both Free Guy and Adam Project are, I believe, PG 13 movies and they've done very well. Adam, again, Adam Project has been just, I've heard nothing but great things about Adam Project. Free Guy, I believe, was a big hit as well. I think it's already getting like a sequel or something. They're already working on scripts. So, it's kind of worrisome that they might, I would not be surprised if they come out and say that Deadpool 3 will be PG-13, which will suck. I I won't lie. I kind of, I'll still go and see it, right? But just Deadpool and Rated R makes a lot of sense, especially like just he's the Merc with the mouth. Come on. I mean, he's going to be slashing people up and... It'll be interesting. I I do think they can pull it off. I do think a PG-13 Deadpool could work. I just would rather be R. Now, there are rumors that we will be seeing Deadpool a lot sooner than Deadpool 3. I That's just another thing I've heard on the streets is that we will see him very shortly. And I'm sure you can probably think of which one he might show up in. So we'll see if a PG-13 Deadpool works in that if it's true, if it's true. But for now, yeah, we're just going to have to wait to see what uh, what Marvel announces in terms of their release schedule and, and what other announcements on projects they're, they're working on. So, yep, I believe that's it for Marvel news, though. So we're, we, can, we can finally leave this territory. Moving on over into the theme park territory, one kind of shocking, but not so shocking, but also shocking is that Disney has permanently closed spirit of aloha dinner show at the polynesian resort now 
the page for the show, the Spirit of Aloha dinner show is kind of, it's gone pretty much. It's not working, but you can see a little description right here. It says Disney Spirit of Aloha dinner show is a fun filled luau featuring traditional Polynesian dances, live music, and an all you care to eat tropical feast. I have heard that this is very good. This is very, it was well worth the price. It was very enjoyable show. So it's, I believe it's been gone since, since closure was the last time that it was open and they just kind of finally, you know, close the curtain on the, the show entirely and they are replacing it with, can you guess, can you guess? That's right. They are replacing it with a new Polynesian expansion and they have a kind of artist rendering of the new expansion, which is apparently set to open in 2024. And this looks like a hotel. This is more for DVC. I believe it's only DVC, which is kind of nuts because this is a very big expansion and it it looks like a hotel, but it does not look Polynesian. It just looks like a a, a resort that you'd find. I don't know. This does not scream Polynesian. It does not seem like it'll fit the theme of the Polynesian resort. Kind of like it'll be a very big standout. The concept art is beautiful. I, you know, there's no lying about that, right? It just, it looks good, but it just does not scream Polynesian. So that's very sad to see that they're kind of replacing it with this kind of gentrified i don't know <laughs> it's i don't know there was a quote here that says since the resort opened in 1971 the rich entertainment this show has represented over the years includes the beautiful sights incredible sounds and delicious taste of polynesia while we can't share all the details about the expansion yet we will honor this show as part of the new edition so it seems that they will have a a show sort of like the spirit of aloha in this expansion or something akin to it but i don't know just overall the expansion does not look polynesian it just feels like it's going to stick out like a sore thumb again very beautiful just not polynesian so there's that disney doing doing their thing right meanwhile heading on over to uh you know i hopped up the plane at lax with my dream in my cardigan mark your calendars ladies and gentlemen because the first u.s super nintendo world is set to open at universal studios orlando in 2023 they are finally giving us a year not really a, a specific time frame just kind of in 2023 it'll be open of course, Super Nintendo World opened first in Universal Studios Japan, which has been just apparently a critical success. I mean, if you haven't seen, because obviously there, I knew they were going to open one in Hollywood. We were supposed to get one in Universal Studios Orlando, but then plans changed and it's moving. It's going to be a part of Epic Universe. So I was like, I don't know when I'll ever get to go or see this. So I looked up videos of the Japan version and it looks so much fun it looks like such a cool immersive little set it looks like you're in the game the world of the game it's it just looks so much fun and they have so many cool like merchandise such cool food options and stuff like that i hope i hope i hope they stick to all of the things they sell in japan and they bring that over to the u.s that'll be very fun the ride looks kind of really cool in terms of the it's not vr it is augmented reality tech that they're using on the attraction it just there's so much to this land that that looks 
so fun, especially if you're a Nintendo fan, a Mario fan. That'll be cool. They announced that they will be taking over the uh, popular feature presentation retail store. So here pretty soon, and you know, I don't know how what the time frame on this is, but they'll be opening a Super Nintendo World themed store there at the feature presentation retail store. You're going to be able to get all your little toad hats, you know, your little, your mushroom hats and popcorn buckets or t-shirts, whatever, just to have you prepped and ready for when the land opens in 2023. That'll be cool. I'm sure they'll have the, the bracelets too that you use because it has this interactive element to it where you can like punch the gold blocks as well. And it keeps track of how many coins you have and, and things like that. Kind of like what they kind of promised us in, galaxy's edge but anyway i digress i don't you know not to get into all that but in terms of super nintendo world here in in orlando again as i mentioned super nintendo world is going to be opening with epic universe but not only will we have all of the super nintendo stuff we will also be apparently getting the donkey kong expansion which is going to be a donkey kong minecart coaster type thing which is said to include some cool technology to make you feel like you're in the cart and that the cart once you hit the ramp it's apparently going to try to make it feel like you're flying up off the ramp and in the sky i don't know it sounds like it's gonna be very fun so apparently supposedly that's happening and opening with the park i'm very excited for all of that i hope i i need mario meet and greets you know here excuse me i'm gonna try to do the Okay, it's me, Mario. Hey, it's me, Mario. <laughs> That's going to be Chris Pratt's version right there. Hey, it's me, Mario. Um, but yeah, yeah. So if you're in Hollywood, you know, please look forward to this. This Everything that I have seen looks fun. So I can't even imagine how even more incredible it'll be to experience in person. Next up, it was being reported the other day that a fire broke out on the set of the Snow White movie that Disney is making. Of course, this is the kind of live action reimagining. Well, I don't know if it's a reimagining, but it's a live action version of Snow White, which will see Rachel Zegler play the Disney princess Snow White and Wonder Woman lead Gal Gadot as the evil queen. Um, they This was out in Pinewood Studios in the UK. Thankfully, no one was hurt. Everyone got out okay. But I guess just a there was like a prop tree that caught fire. And then from there, it just kind of just went up in flames and, and started catching this hut. This little, It looks like a little cottage and it just started spreading. So again, thankfully, everybody made it out safe. There were no injuries. I don't believe any of the actors were on set. This is a, there's a video that's attached here at Toby Rolf. At T O B Y R O P H O R no at T O B Y R O L P H, and the video is insane. I mean, it's great if you've ever seen like a fire like this. It's kind of crazy to watch. You just can't look away. So I don't blame these guys for 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 literally just standing here and recording this. But it is it's an intense it's an intense sight. So again, then just a little something. Hopefully, there's no delay in in the the film again happy everybody is out safely nothing no one got hurt or anything like that but just very interesting to to watch you know it's it's pinewoods the pinewood studios in the uk home to a lot of filming and i believe a lot of marvel movies shot here just a lot of movies in general it's always crazy to when these things happen so 
yeah, just just something I thought I'd mention. You know, video you can check out. And in what was maybe the worst news for me to hear and just kind of very tragic, the Epcot experience thing that the little video that showcased things coming to Epcot is is closed. It's now closed. It closed Monday, March 14th. This is consider this, ladies and gentlemen, my villain origin story. I will be a menace to society now that this is gone. This is very sad. I I am very, very, very sad that this is gone. Um, I understand that some people will argue that like, well, everything that they announced there was was pretty much done. And I mean, to an extent, yeah, we can go over the track record of that in in just a minute. Uh, I believe it's just kind of I don't know. I don't know. There was a Walt Disney Imagineer, Zach Ridley, who made the announcement on Instagram and promised something maybe new. It, it's a very long Instagram post, I believe. Let me see. I'm trying to skim it really quick here. And so this is just a little excerpt from this Instagram post. With the transformation now well underway and many of those projects now open, including Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, Harmonious, and the upcoming debut of Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind this summer, we have decided it is time to close the Epcot experience on March 14th and make way for exciting new activations of the Odyssey Pavilion to create experience. Oh, to create a great experience for our guests. Now, they go on to say about how proud they, the work, the how proud they are of the work that went into this. This, but still, like I understand, but it still sucks. I, I just I love Epcot with my entire heart. This little room, this movie thing, this experience was so beautiful, so fantastic. I don't. I would have preferred that they just like make some kind of general Epcot video, you know, talking about its inception, pretty much like what went into it, what Walt wanted it to be, what it turned into, kind of maybe like the history of Epcot, everything they've done to the globe and things like that. I don't know. I just feel like they could have done a lot with this like 360 vision room thing. It's just... It's just so beautiful. So presumably, I imagine it'll be returning to the Odyssey, which is the name of the building, or it was used to be a restaurant. So it's going back to the Odyssey. I imagine they'll start using it for a festival center, kind of how they have used it in the past. Of course, we have Flower and Garden going on right now. And you can get your Flower and Garden merch in the Connection store. You can also get it all around the world showcase. So I can understand if they don't turn it into a festival center. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what they what they decide to do with it. There is a track record here for the Epcot experience. Of course, as we mentioned, Ratatouille, Harmonious, Cosmic Rewind is happening, is opening very soon. Moana, the Moana, Moana water playset place is still, of course, under construction. No real developments on that currently. Also, the Play Pavilion, we have heard nothing of the Play Pavilion. I am very convinced that we will not get the Play Pavilion. I just don't think that's something that's going to happen, especially after COVID. This seems like a very interactive type deal, or it seemed like it was going to be. So I that's not like a rumor or anything. That's just I personally don't see this happening. And what was cut from the show was the Spaceship Earth reimagining as well as the mary poppins expansion and again 
Bob Chapek mentioned that the Quinjet attraction and the Mary Poppins expansion were put on hold because they are not currently funded projects. They don't have the money for it, apparently, which is very, you know, not true necessarily. Then uh, I believe they also had announced the Wondrous China, which would be the new film that would play in the Chinese pavilion, the China pavilion. No real word on that as well. So to say that, you know, to, to say that the Epcot experience is closing because it has kind of accomplished everything it said it was going to accomplish. That's not true. <laughs> Just not a true statement, of course. But I mean, we'll have to wait and see uh, again. We were waiting as well on D23 that's coming up in September. Of course, I I don't feel there will be any major announcements until D23. And I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying that we get some very cool announcements because, as, again, we had to take the year off for D23. Everyone wants new projects. Everyone wants to see what's coming next. As Aside from Guardians of the Galaxy and Tron, which is, again, decades away from being completed it seems like moana play pavilion the moana playset water thing who knows when that's opening again the play pavilion just there's so much that is kind of stuck in limbo and so much that we want to see come to to walt disney world here in florida or even in california you know d23 again is going to be a very big uh big event and big thing to look forward to in terms of announcements hopefully now, closing out the show, we have something that I am incredibly excited for is something I always look forward to every year because me and my friends always get together and we go, we have a great time, and that is Halloween Horror Nights. So we have the first, first, first speculation map of the year. This is going to be coming from Horror Night Nightmares. That is at HN Nightmares on Twitter. Again, that is at HN Nightmares on Twitter. They always put out these cool little speculation maps based on rumors and things that we've heard or that have been, uh, you know, rumored so far. And this is version one. I'm going to run through what the houses are right now. I'm about to tell you these things in your face, in your ear. So first up, we have the Universal Monsters house, the mummy versus the Wolfman. Now, I love anything Universal Monsters. I'm very excited for this. And considering that we are rumored to get a Universal Monsters land in Epic Universe, and as well as the pop-up Universal Monster Store, I don't doubt that we will have a Universal Monsters house again this year. I think they are trying their best now to kind of push the Universal Monsters to kind of get people ready and psyched in case that is the the rumored land in Epic Universe. So I don't doubt that. I, I do believe this might be true. Uh, then we have Seaside Village, which is an original house. Here we have the third house listed as Fear Street, which would be the you know, based off the movie series, the three-part movies on Netflix that they did not too long ago, based off the books. That is fun. I think that is a very great uh, source of material for, for a house in Halloween Horror Nights. Next up, we have The Last of Us, based off the video game, of course. Then we have The Curse of Pandora's Box, El Chupacabra, Underground Creatures, which is an original house, as well as El Chupacabra. Those are both original. We have The Evil Dead listed here. We have Halloween and we have, here we go. This is the big one. 
the weekend house so it has been rumored that the weekend is going to be having his own house at halloween horror nights this year and you're probably thinking well that's kind of ridiculous i don't see that happening that's hector you're you're wrong why would you say that well you know don't take my word for it let's hear it from the man himself from abel the same account horror night nightmares tweeted out you know, making fun of people saying, but The weekend isn't horror. And they showcase some clips from some of his uh, music videos and stuff like that, that include these kind of very creepy horror-ish uh, visuals, like these people with crazy, just scars on their face, just very, very scary looking stuff, right? And so he quote retweeted that with a knife, a drop of blood emoji, and the like, the eyes, you know, the like, Mm, eyes i don't know how to explain those eyes but the eyes emoji and someone was like i don't think anyone said that but go off and the weekend replied and said oh they'll try soon trust me just got to remind them i take that as a very clear like confirmation that he will have his own house this is going to be awesome because i can imagine it'll be set to the don fm experience There'll be some kind of creepy stuff that is displayed in that house. I love The Weeknd. I loved that Don FM album. So if I'm getting scared and jamming out to that album at the same time, I totally won't mind. That'll probably be a highlight, actually. And I love it when you watch me sleep. Okay, now going back to some of the other stuff again, of course, I, I do wholeheartedly believe a Monsters, Universal Monsters house will be present this year. Fear Street is one, again, I mentioned, I believe is going to be a very great source of material for, for Halloween Horror Nights. The ones that I really do not believe will happen or are true are The Last of Us House and The Evil Dead House. Considering that Evil Dead, I believe we had Evil Dead not too long ago. We had a, one based off the show a couple years back, and there really isn't anything evil dead related out in media right now currently now of course hbo is where hbo i think it's hbo no yes on hbo they are producing a last of us tv show um that is set to star pedro pedro pascal who plays the mandalorian he will be playing joel miller and bella ramsey who will be playing ellie the two kind of leading characters of the video game series i i I don't know. I know that that's coming out and that is kind of, you know, involves clickers, which are, they're not zombies, but they're these weird, like mutated creatures that they click to kind of use echolocation. If I remember correctly, um, they make a really interesting sound and they do have a very interesting character design, but I just, I don't know. This is one that I, I don't really see happening. Um, I don't know. Obviously this is all just speculation right now. And this map is, more than likely set to change, you know, as the year goes by, as we get closer to Halloween Horror Nights and leaks start happening, stuff like that. So, you know, take all this with a grain of salt, of course. The Halloween house, I could see them doing that just because, you know, the final the final Halloween movie is going to be coming out fairly soon as well. So that could be a possibility. One that I'm surprised to not see on here is a Chucky house. Um, considering that I believe the Chucky series on sci-fi did very well. It, it got renewed for another a second season. And they also kind of had the tease of Chucky last year at last year's event. They had a little like, uh, it was just kind of like a stand and it looked like a bunch of 
good guy dolls. I believe that's the name of the doll. And and Chucky would pop out or he'd stand there and, and talk to the crowd as they walked by and stuff like that as a way to promote the show. So I'm very surprised that that's not rumored on here. Now, they do have a speculation map for Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood as well. And uh, this the you know, the list of mazes goes as follows. So we have a Universal Monsters house, but which here is just listed as the mummy. We also have the Evil Dead listed here. We have a Scarecrow house. Uh, the weekend is also appearing here so far on the speculation map. We have killer clowns from outer space. We have a house based off Nope, which is Jordan Peele's next uh, feature film. We have La Llorona, which is uh, a you know Spanish folk legend of this lady who drowns her kids. You know, drowns her kids, and then she's so sad that she drowns them that she is cursed forever and comes to steal your kids. <laughs> if I have the legend correct. And then, of course, the terror tram, uh, which is always a thing, I believe, in Hollywood, which sounds very fun. I could we do we have the space for a terror tram? I don't know. But yeah, so I mean, speculation maps version one, just very exciting. Again, I could talk about Halloween Horror Nights forever. Just as many, you know, I never get tired of it. It's such a fun event. Always love going, getting freaking frequent fear pass and just really taking in the experience. Uh, maybe this year, hopefully we can do a, uh, one of the VIP tours. Those are the ones I want to do where they take you through with the lights on and show you the details of the house and stuff like that. So yeah, that's going to be it. I'm very excited, especially if the weekend is going to have a house. Again, I loved Don FM and that's more than likely what it's going to be based around if this is true. But uh, yeah, so a lot of lot of cool stuff to look forward to later down in the year for for a lot of folks, uh, especially the the Halloween Horror Nights fans out there. But with that being said, we are done. I believe this is the conclusion of the show. Just over 30 minutes, thankfully. <laughs> so if you guys enjoyed what you heard today, please let us know what, what you're looking forward to. You can reach out, find us on social media, at on Twitter at postbcast postpark bcast and on instagram at postpark broadcast uh yeah go go ahead and follow us on there more active i believe on twitter uh, i think we got a little tiktok coming out that uh, we're going to do some videos on there too uh at postpark broadcast yeah so thank you guys so much for listening i truly appreciate it uh hope you had a a fun time listening to all of the news and updates and uh you know i'll see you guys in the parks bye